Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show. And as you know, I am a cigar aficionado or at least a cigar junkie. Uh, And as a result, I uh, had a chance to uh, have a tremendous uh, uh, smoke a couple weeks ago uh, by uh, a company by the name of Arson. And uh, I love the uh, cigar so much. Uh, that I decided to uh, talk to the owner. Uh, and so I'm with him today, all the way from Miami, Florida. Uh, Arson, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, Philip. Thank you. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Uh, now, I love the name Arson. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Gasparian. Arson. Gasparian. Okay. Now, you also named, you have two sons, and you named both of your sons Arson. Is that so, just in case you forget one of them? That's correct. So they may <laughs> uh, Hopefully, they will care, they will uh, continue the uh, family legacy and uh, the family business, huh? Uh, I hope so, Philip. My grandfather's name was also Arsen, and uh, you know it's a Latin word meaning strong, robust, and uh, I think it's a good name for a cigar too, uh, and. Um, I love and support my sons in whatever they choose to do in their lives, but cigars are something that you must feel passionate about and uh, you should love them. That's why it's absolutely up to them uh, to get involved into this business uh, that carries their name. Absolutely. Now, speaking of your grandfather, that is, I believe, where you uh, first began to develop your love for cigars. Take us back in time a little bit and tell us a little bit about uh, uh, your story with your grandfather and how he loved these great French cognacs uh, and cigars. Absolutely. Everything began with my grandfather's cigars, but surprisingly, he never smoked really. And he stored cigars and kept them on hand to offer to his friends and guests uh, who wished to enjoy the good cognac with cigars. Is that and, right? Uh, Yes, and he had an incredible collection of French cognacs, uh, and inc- including Camus, Delamain, Martel, uh, just to name a few. And, uh, you know, all these cognacs were related to the name of Napoleon Bonaparte. And uh, he collected all manner of cognac which somehow, you know, related to the name of the French emperor. And uh, I remember those uh, beautiful boxes of uh, cigars, uh, which he kept in his humidor for his friends and guests. And sometimes, you know, I used to take these cigars to pop them with the friends at parties. And many years ago, my good friends Avo Uvesian, a founder of Avo Cigars, and Augusto Reyes, mm-hmm. who is uh, one of the leading Dominican manufacturers of cigars, 
opened up the world of cigars for me from a different perspective. I have been many years in cigar business, almost 12, but two years ago I have decided to uh, start my own brand uh, and launched Arsene Cigars, the first line of Arsene Cigars. Now, it was Avo that kind of uh, inspired you to do so, is that right? Yes, we met with Avo in 90s and uh, he told me that one day you should uh, jump on it, you should do your own line of cigars. And then many years later, uh, when I took my decision, I, I always remember his advice, and uh, that was a great advice, I think. Uh, why, uh, you say you've been in the business about 12 years, why do you think it took you so long uh, before you uh, launched uh, your own brand? Uh, you know, before I was involved uh, with uh, wholesalers uh, in overseas countries and here in the United States to launch different products of our factory, which is based in Santiago, Dominican Republic. That's a factory of Augusto Reyes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, then, uh, you know, it, it was a tough decision. Uh, it's something when you start, you have to be committed uh, to this business and uh, take proper care of the business and to make all your decisions uh, regarding manufacturing, import, distribution, uh, and it usually takes time because, for example, uh, it takes seven, eight months to create the blend uh, and uh, before you launch the product, before you bring this uh, cigar to consumers and to retail stores. Walk and, me through that uh, process, uh, um, uh, Arsene. You know, uh, how did you approach um, uh, your, your, you know, Arsene cigar? How did you approach your uh, your your first cigar was the uh, connoisseur selection? Uh, is that correct? Yeah, my, my first first line of my cigars, Arsene Connoisseur Selection, 2010. I launched in 2010 in November of 2010, and uh, I worked around six seven months to create the blend together with uh, Gusto Reyes and master blender of our factory. Uh, it's a long process to pick up all tobacco leaves for filler binder and wrapper, and then, uh, you know, aging. Once the cigar is made, it's important to age uh, cigars in the aging room so all these tobacco leaves can get married uh, in a proper way before you bring them to the shelves of retailers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I remember reading somewhere that, uh, you know, you, you kind of learned uh, that there was a difference between Cuban cigars, you know, good quality cigars, uh, in various parts of, of, of Europe, and you actually uh, held a contest, a t or taste uh, test contest. Talk to us about that, and because and, and, I don't think too many people have ever heard of this, that there's, it, it, it tastes completely different in different cities and countries around the world. Oh, sure. That was in Moscow a uh, long time ago. I, I lived in Moscow and uh, had a cigar magazine. Uh, called Echo Amano, which means handmade in Spanish. It was the first Russian uh, cigar and lifestyle magazine. And um, I did lots of tastings of different cigars under the auspices of the magazine. And uh, we have decided uh, to purchase uh, the same Cuban cigars from different countries because we found out that legitimate Cuban cigars, uh, they're different in certain uh, ways. And there is a huge contrast between the same Havana purchased, for example, in London and uh, in 
some Eastern European countries like Russia, Czech Republic. And to prove this point, we picked up four different cigars, different mm -hmm. cigars, uh, Monte Cristo, Partagas, Hoyo de Monterrey, and Cohiba, if I remember correctly. That was in 2001. Uh, Monte Cristo number two, Partagas, and Hoyo de Monterrey double Corona and Cohiba Esplendidos. Mm -hmm. And we bought like all these cigars uh, in uh, four different cities, in London, in Madrid, in Moscow, and in Tallinn, the capital of Estonia. And uh, I had a group of panelists, like 10 experienced cigar smokers who smoked all these cigars, and it was a blind tasting <clears throat> with these panelists and all, all experienced cigar smokers. Okay. They obviously knew what cigar they were smoking, but they didn't know in which city uh, the cigar had been purchased. Wow. And this event took several days. Uh, it was fun. It was fun, Philip, uh, smoking all these cigars, discussing the difference between all of them. And uh, the best cigars were the ones we bought in London and then Madrid, Spain. And the worst uh, cigars were ones from uh, Estonia and uh, Russia. And, and then were even unsmokable. We couldn't them. Uh, we couldn't smoke them. That's just a quality control problem uh, they have in Cuba. Uh, well, of course, uh, Cuban tobacco and Cuban cigars uh, are one of the best in the world. But sadly, Cuban cigars uh, have declined during the last decade, and they have this inconsistency and quality uh, quality control problems. Uh, this, for example, would never happen with Dominican cigars. I mean, you buy any Dominican cigar, the same brand, uh, the same format in any European or American city or Asian city, they are the same. Because Is that why you decided to launch a Dominican, uh, a Dominican cigar? No, I mean, I have a special relationship with Dominican Republic. Uh, I used to travel a lot to Santiago and Augusto Reyes, uh, a very good friend of mine and uh, manufacturer of uh, many cigars, uh, lives in Santiago, and his factory is based in Santiago. So I have been always in business with Augusto and uh, Dominican tobacco and uh, Dominican cigars. They have very high quality. Mm -hmm. Now, it was the kind of you who brought uh, uh, the art of, of fine cigars uh, to uh, Russia and the Ukraine and to that uh, uh, area of Europe, because uh, before it wasn't really something that uh, was a, a, a luxury. It was just, you know, something to do. Uh, sure. In those countries, uh, in the beginning of the 90s, uh, the cigar business uh, developed pretty fast after the breakup of the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. And in countries like Russia, Ukraine, a cigar was uh, a symbol of good life. And it still it is. Uh, because cigars are very expensive there. Uh, I mean, you cannot purchase good quality cigar for six, seven dollars in Russia or Ukraine or in other Eastern European countries because of the transport from major manufacturing countries like Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Cuba, Honduras, and taxes and duties. So, but the cigar business is developing uh, pretty fast in that part of the world. Uh, also, 
you know, the United States is the number one market in the world. And so when did you come to America? So when did you come to America with uh, your, uh, well, I know you just launched your, your brand in the last few years, but when did you come to America and when, why did you choose Miami? Uh, it was 2004. I have chosen Miami, Philip, because uh, our office was here in Miami, and Miami is very close to Dominican Republic. And, you know, when you travel pretty frequently to Dominican Republic, it's just one hour and ten minutes flight. Mm -hmm. Very convenient. And uh, my son uh, was a professional tennis player, and uh, he played in Spain, in Barcelona, and I also thought it's not a bad idea so he could practice uh, here in South Florida. There are great tennis schools here. But then he quit tennis and uh, continued his education. Uh, then the end of the day, I, you know, settled down here in Miami, and it's a great city. I love Miami. Fantastic. So talk to me about uh, your latest endeavor, which I think is complete genius, uh, and I love the cigar called Paint for Men. Thank you. I'm glad you love the cigar, Philip. I do, I do, I do. It's a Dominican Puro, uh, and so it's, it's, it's for men. <laughs> it's for women, too, but, I mean, you know, you want to make sure you have uh, something on your, on your, on your uh, stomach before you, you smoke it because it is a full-body, delicious cigar. Thank you, Philip. Uh, I, I have uh, – I, Lots of uh, items of clothing, pink of pink color, mm -hmm. uh, made by uh, Pink. I'm sure you know this company, Pink. Uh, sure. Uh, Thomas Pink. It's uh, he was an 18th century London tailor uh, who founded uh, this brand, and then uh, you know we have Pink stores everywhere, mm -hmm. and also Turnbull and Usher. Uh, they they're also London-based company, and they enjoy, I think, around 125-year heritage as a gentleman, shirt maker, and tailor. Uh, I think there are Timberland Dusty stores in uh, New York and in Beverly Hills in California. So I have lots of items of clothing of pink collar shirts, ties, bow ties, and other accessories. And uh, it was actually my wife's idea. She told me, Arsene, if you have so many items of pink collar, why don't you try uh, to add this pink to a new cigar you are going to launch this year in August. Like, do a pink band and call it Pink for Men. <laughs> and I love the idea so much, Philip, that uh, I jumped on it. Uh, I had the blend ready. We worked around seven months to create this blend. All the cigars were in the aging room ready to... Uh, into the United States, and uh, we created this pink band. Uh, so, and pink for name for men. I think it's a very great name. And I launched these cigars um, in August in Orlando at the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association uh, mm -hmm. this association association trade show. It, it's called International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association Trade Show shortly IPCPR. This is the oldest and largest and uh, most active trade association representing cigar industry and assisting tobacconists. So we launched Arsen Pink for Men Cigars at the IPCPR trade show in Orlando in August, and it was very successful launch. Number one, I think nobody has done it before 
the, the pink band on a cigar. And I remember many, many cigar smokers, retailers, uh, people of our industry were coming to my booth and asking to try a cigar with a pink ring. Uh, it was it was somehow a hit of the show, and uh, we got lots of orders from retailers, uh, many many states, including California, Arizona, Texas, Maryland, Connecticut, Florida, and uh, the number of these retailers who carry Arsene cigars, Arsene Pink for Men, is growing every month. Well, absolutely, uh, uh, and and you know what I like about it is it. it you know, it's kind of like uh, the world of book selling. You've got to stand out from the crowd. How are you going to leap off the shelf and look different? And, uh, you know, it's one thing that, you know, you, you can't taste the cigar ahead of time, but if you have something that has a visual impact, uh, it makes you ask the question, oh, what is this? Let me try this out. And then, of course, once you try it, you're hooked for life because it is, a, it is an incredible uh, cigar, an incredible smoke. Um, Talk to us about the sizes and the shapes that you chose uh, for the cigar and why. Okay. Uh, our Scent Pink for Men line has four sizes. It's Toro, Robusto, Bellicoso, and Petit uh, Corona. I have chosen these sizes uh, because uh, more or less they're best sellers, especially my Toro has a uh, 58 ring gauge and the length is uh, six six inches. Robusto okay. is always a bestseller. Uh, our scenting for men, Robusto, uh, has 52 ring gauge and the length is five, which is traditional for Robusto. My Bellicoso is 54 by six, and Petit Corona is a small cigar, uh, but uh, you know it, it, it's a small cigar. 40, uh, 40 by uh, 4, and I think it's a pretty good smoke after breakfast with a nice cup of espresso. You can really enjoy that cigar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, yeah. uh, as you said, there are 100% Dominican cigars, Dominican puros. All tobaccos we used uh, to create this cigar are from Dominican Republic, uh, and uh, it's a medium, medium to full-bodied cigar. Incredible. Um Give me uh, or give give our listeners uh, some of your recommendations on uh, five spirits and cognacs that that you would, that would go great or pair great uh, with Pink for Men and 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 also uh, with uh, Connoisseur Selection Twenty uh, Ten. Uh, okay, with uh, Connoisseur Selection, Arsen Connoisseur Selection uh, Two Thousand Ten, I think single malts are pretty good. Uh, we have tried uh, different single malts, uh, 10 years old, 12 years old, and more. Uh, they're absolutely very good with uh, Arsene uh, Connoisseur Selection 2010 with my first line. They complement each other very well. And with Arsene Pink for Men, I think some cognacs uh, like Delamain, Hein, uh, and some port wines would be incredible. Mm, I can see that a good port would and be even, fantastic. You know, uh, and even with a you know good glass of uh, red wine, uh, both my cigars should be perfect because uh, the taste and aroma they can complement each other uh, pretty well. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Now, where can people find a good, good cigar aficionado find arts and cigars worldwide? Oh, they, they, they can find uh, arts and cigars, both lines, in many tobacco stores nationwide. But arts and cigars are not available online. Uh, they are available only at fine tobacconists. And this is a concept of my company. And uh, in the beginning, uh, right after the launch, I made it very clear that arson cigars should be available only in tobacco stores. And uh, they are not, we, we do not work with wholesalers or Internet companies. But the tobacco store, if the tobacco store has its own website, that's different. Okay, okay. The, the this is great. The tobacconist can uh, sell the cigars also on his own website, and uh, he's not going to discount the cigar uh, as wholesalers or Internet companies do. Sure, of course. Try to keep the same price uh, for, for the shelf and for his own website. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I like that. I like that a lot. And cigars are available in, in tobacco stores uh, in many, many states. Okay, fantastic. And I also have the international distribution in some Eastern European countries. Uh, they are available in uh, uh, very good cigar stores in Ukraine, in Russia. But, of course, for me, a priority is the domestic market, is the market of the United States. Okay, very good. Now, you have a master blender uh, that uh, blended, I, I know he uh, blended uh, your, your, your first line of cigars. Did he, who is your master blender? Did he, uh, did he help develop? Uh, your uh, pink for men. No, the same people. I mean, that's a group of uh, that's a group of our factory, uh, Augusto Reyes uh, and Juan Rodriguez, who is the master blender of our factory, and myself. Okay. So three of us, we we usually work to create a blend, uh, and uh, it's a fun business, really. Really, All right, creation fantastic. of the blend. It's really fun, and uh, you enjoy smoking all different cigars and trying to find exactly the, you know, cigar which you think would be great for your uh, target audience for cigar smokers. Sure, sure, that would be fantastic. So, what's next for Arson? What are you What are you working on now? Uh, now I'm just trying to build up the distribution of both lines, uh, including Arson Pink for Men. And uh, I'll think about this after Christmas or New Year. Sure. But I'll definitely have a new line of cigars to be launched next year. But at the same time, I don't want to have too many lines. I prefer to have maybe three, four different lines for, lines for the next uh, four or five years and to build up a proper distribution nationwide. Fantastic. Very smart. Very smart. Arsen, thank you so much for being with me. I want to have you come back when you come out with that next line. Uh, you know, I, you got me hooked. Um, and so the Philippe Matthews Show stands behind you. Uh, Arsen Cigars is a, is a premium blend. Uh, find out, go to your local tobacco store uh, and ask for it or demand it uh, if they don't have it. Uh, so thank you, my friend, for being with me today. Thank you, Philip. Thank you very much, and I'm very happy that Philip Matthew Show is a cigar-friendly show. I <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll see you in the next issue. Thank you, Philip. Take care. All right. Take care, Arthur.